Hello, I'm Bishop Shane Parker, and this is ADO on the Move for Saturday, July the 4th. In June 1975, the General Synod of the Anglican Church of Canada gave final approval to a change in our canons to allow for the ordination of women to the priesthood 45 years ago. I met with the Reverend Dr. Dana Johnson at her home in Van Cleek Hill to talk about those early days and her own personal journey into priesthood. I'm here in downtown Van Cleek Hill. And I'm with the Reverend Dr. Dana Johnson and her two wonderful companions, Bella and Bino, who are very, very adorable little chihuahuas. And they might participate in the interview as well, Dana. Do you think it, they will? They That's might. Po- they they might. Quite, it depends. Quite possible. If you get up and move, they will follow <laughs> they, you. <in> they, <laughs> I'll take my, <laughs> take my life in my hands. <laughs> Dana, June 1975, General Synod approved final approval for the ordination of women to the priesthood. Mm-hmm. Where were you in June 1975? I was a student in <clears throat> the master's program in French language and literature at Carleton University and a member of St. John's uh, Somerset Street. And um, I remember the announcement being made. And I remember, you know, you can squint your eyes and imagine things. And I squinted my eyes and tried to imagine a woman up at the altar. I couldn't do it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So it just wasn't there for you then? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, when I was three years old, little three-year-old girls have a tendency to play house. I played church. And I used to wear one of my grandmother's old, those long aprons. And I'd wrap it around my armpits, and I'd process in the kitchen with a book. <laughs> it wasn't a Bible, but it was a Early book. vocational and, leanings. Uh, so I played church, and I played with the notion when I was about 11 <clears throat> of becoming a nun. Mm. That was it. But, I mean, I lost that, and, and then they ordained women, and it really... No, I didn't really think it, of it. It just wasn't it just something wasn't. that you, as you say, you couldn't see it. No, I couldn't see it. So what began to shift for you after oh, that? Oh, it's a huge shift. Uh, I finished my master's and uh, I had a friend who shall remain nameless. Anyway, she had had a baby. She had had postpartum depression. She had been put into the psychiatric ward of the hospital. Her family had not been supportive, and she just didn't want to go to the play. So she started to talk. She started to cry. I said, let me go to the bathroom and get some Kleenex. I went down the hall, got some Kleenex. I got down on my knees in the bathroom and said, please help me. I don't know what I'm doing. And she stayed until midnight and said, I have to go home. But I feel better than I have in months. And that's when I thought, hmm, maybe I should study some pastoral care of some sort. And I didn't even think of priesthood at the Mm -hmm. time. 
It was only when I got to Trinity College and in my first year, because I had, I was 29 at that point and I had had a bit of life experience, <clears throat> I was allowed to do, um, it wasn't called CPE when you did it during the school year, but uh, I, I did my CPE at the hospital during the school year. And that's when I thought, ooh, this is really where I'm supposed to be mm -hmm. in the world. And what year were you ordained, Dana? Uh, 81. 81. Mm -hmm. So you would have been studying at Trinity in the Masters of Divinity program mm -hmm. only a few years after the first women mm -hmm. were ordained to the priesthood in 76. What was that like? Well, <laughs> were, were you part? Were there a number of women studying at that time? Or? Actually, the class I was in had the fewest number of students in a while and the most number of women. Hmm. I think there were seven of eleven wow. in that my year who were women. Not all of us were ordained, and one of them was uh, she was a candidate for the diocese of Toronto, and <clears throat> um, Louis Garnsworthy wouldn't ordain her. Because she had had a baby before exams. She, she had a baby. She got the silver medal. She got the, the prize in liturgy. She got the prize in Bible. She got the, the woman was brilliant. And he wouldn't ordain her because she'd had a baby. <laughs> a real clash of oh. uh, culture in a oh, sense. Yeah. Eh? Oh, yeah. It was the beginning of all sorts of things, mm -hmm. you know. It's like people saying, I've never met a woman. I mean, it took me 15 years before I actually went to a parish where people had met another woman priest. Right. And they'd say, what do we call you? Well, how about Dana? <laughs> Just don't call me too early on a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Dana, you are actually the first woman, first female priest I ever encountered. I met you in 1984 when okay. you were in Combermere. I was in Combermere. That's right. Mm -hmm. You were the first incumbent. Yes. In the diocese, first woman to become an incumbent. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. They were so proud. Yes. They were so proud. They, I don't think they'd ever interviewed anybody before. Mm -hmm. And because everything was so new, they, uh, the bishop said, and that was um, Bishop Lackey, uh, he said, uh, well, you can interview. I'm going to send you Dana Johnson. So they... They were lovely. They were just lovely. <laughs> From the perspective of uh, all these years later, Dana, and you look at the Anglican Church of Canada and just the Anglican communion generally, and to see the role of women in ministry, which I, I was consecrated by a woman who is our metropolitan, for example. When yeah. you look, I at watched. The I watched on. I saw yes, the live stream. Yeah. It was great. When you look back on your career from the perspective of what's happening now, what are some of your thoughts? Well, it doesn't take a long time to come a long way. Um, there was conscience clause when I was ordained, I know. <laughs> and so we've gone to, from a conscience clause to women bishops and primates. Well, I'm really happy that you have offered yourself to this ministry over all these years. And pioneer is not a good word to use, but in many ways you were at the vanguard of... Pioneer was the word Ted Scott used. Yes. I had dinner yeah. with Ted Scott on um, New Year's Eve with the then dean of the cathedral in Ottawa, whose name totally escapes me. Ed Downey, maybe? Yes, yes. And... and uh, I, I said at the dinner table, you know, I was in my little yellow Toyota Tercel at the top of a hill and I thought, 
oh, it looks like a ski slope. And I said, I felt like a pioneer. And Ted Scott said, you are, you are. A pioneer, but you're also a priest of the church. <laughs> and I'm really grateful for your ministry. It's wonderful Thank to be you. with you in your home Thank today, you. socially distant for all those listening <laughs> in the radio lab. And thanks so much, Dana. You're welcome. There's no COVID here, is there? No. No, there isn't. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Jane. <laughs>
Canada. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I never went, I, went out, I well, actually, I was out west as a young fellow. I worked out there a couple of harvests, and, but and I made a few trips back there, and I was down east once on a holiday, but uh, when this trip came up, it was Doug Richards that yes. sent me the agenda and wanted me to go, and I showed it to my sister, and she said, well, you've never been anywhere Make up your mind and go. <laughs> so I said, okay, that's it. You did. But yeah. I sure enjoyed that trip. Yeah, oh. it, it was great to have you as part of it. It was great. A big jump from uh, from spending virtually all of your life, except for a couple of trips yeah. here in this yeah. beautiful area, oh. to, to getting on a plane. And what, what were some of your feelings as you, as you signed up for it and um, went through the prep for well, it? Well, it was, a lot of it was unknown, you know, like mm-hmm. in... That part of the world sometimes is kind of upset a bit, but I never, I never had any fear of going. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was the uh, long ride on the plane, <laughs> I found that long, but just the same. You know? okay. and what's your most lasting memory from from the pilgrimage? The uh, I I was just telling Dana that inside the uh, I enjoyed the Holy Land, like the uh, the Christmas. The oh, Easter, right, the and it it stays, and the nativity, it, it stays with you. You know, occurred. when we actually sang Silent Night at the manger scene that day, was, look around the people; they were so emotional about it. Yes, you know? and yeah. when I play in Christmas Eve, generally the last hymn is Silent Night. You know, right. and the first year after that, I was telling the congregation where I was playing, and they really, you know, yeah. they they could feel it too. You know. Yeah. Well, it's the, the thing about pilgrimage is that you, you take one, but it grows on you yeah. for years afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And you actually see these places. Yes. You know, you've sure. read about them, and yeah. but uh, you actually see them. Yeah. Well, Bill, it's starting to rain out here pretty heavily right now. We better head for some some cover. Higher ground. Yeah. Well, Bill, I'm so glad to talk to you this morning. Well, me too. uh, I'm glad you were a pilgrim on the pilgrimage, and uh, glad you're a pilgrim as we continue to journey here in the Diocese of Ottawa. Anytime you're going on a pilgrimage. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds sounds good. God bless now, Bill. Thanks so much. You're welcome. We celebrated Canada Day last week. And in recognition of that day, I asked some young friends from across the diocese to share their prayers for Canada with me. Here's a medley of those prayers now. This is a prayer of healing and strength from Kaylee and Emily. We ask God to watch over everyone and give us the strength to persevere through this pandemic. Please show love and caring to everyone. Please watch over those that are sick and help them heal. And help us stay, all stay safe. Amen. Hi, I'm Una. My, my, my prayer for Canada is lots of reflection time. My name is Lando and my prayer for Canada is that everyone is treated equally. My name is Nyla and my prayer for Canada is for all Canadians to feel safe and accepted. My name is Paigeette, and my prayer for Canada is that people recover from COVID-19. Hi, my name is Elton. On my prayer, is happy animals. EDO on the Move is a production of the Anglican Diocese of Ottawa. Sound editing by Nicholas Piper. 
Art music by Gordon Johnson, and technical assistance by Heidi Fawcett. May the gentle peace of Christ be with you and those you love on earth and in heaven. God bless and talk soon. Thank you.